Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Taylor, irony is like... We get knowledgeable heckles even in our live chats. <laughs> Fuck it. If you got to capone the pervs, do it. I don't think a calculator calculator could even help us with this. No way. No. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are live on Zoom. For the people that are live, there will obviously it's also being recorded. You might be hearing it on a, your ears at a later <laughs> date, and that's fine. As you all know, this is... Oh, by the way, um, I think I really wanted a martini when I wrote this intro. But nice. this is where a dry martini meets dried bloodstains. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is where a dirty martini meets a dirty rotten scoundrel. Oh, nice. Thank you. And this is where a chocolate martini meets the chocolate box poisoner. <gasps> it's a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, lime! lime. Yay! Oh. And we've got loads of people shouting of lime in the chat, which is awesome. <laughs> so... Without further ado, I would like to welcome to this episode our fantastic guest, comedian Jenny Collier! Welcome, Jenny! How are you? I'm good, thank you. How's it going? It's all right, it's all right. Good, lovely to be here. I can hear a dog barking in my background now, so we've got your dog honking. I think it's stopped now. Okay. Is it your dog? Oh, I wish. No. (laughs) (laughs) A stranger dog down the road. Oh. Well, let's, we've got a unifying theme for the podcast already. <laughs> dogs making sounds. Interrupting dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenny, we got one, well, we got, well, whose dog is it? But then we got the main question, and that is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? 
I have. I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> so it happened in the first lockdown. No, okay. the the summer of 2020. <laughs> so the, the great second lockdown of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the one where you're like, I think I'm allowed to go on a date as long as it's with six people, and oh, we yeah. get hammered out of a little milk carton. And that's the it was, rule. And then pee in a bush because all the toilets are shut. <laughs> yes, oh. and you have a scotch egg. That was the rule, wasn't it? As long as you had a meal. I love it when people were like, we're fucking the system. We've just had a scotch egg. And you're like, just have a fucking meal. Like, it's nice. Go for a meal with your friends. But anyway. No, don't take that win away from those people needed it. <laughs> so strange, strange times uh, in the world. I had obviously, as everyone had maybe, gone a little crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, I went to the park. I didn't have a garden at the time and uh, it was a roasting heat wave. So I went to the park for um, a little just lie in the shade. I wasn't sunbathing. I was shade bathing. Um, But I just wanted to go somewhere where there was a breeze. A girl after my own heart. Yeah, yeah, I'm a girl. Safety I'm a first. Woman. That sun is strong. Absolutely. Yeah. I am a Tim Burton character in any <laughs> beach situation. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the closest thing to ginger I've ever seen. I have to get in the shade. I, I don't tan. Um, and I was also kind of, I was a little bit premenstrual. I was holding some fluid and I was just not really feeling very like, um, you know, I wasn't flaunting it as such. But sure. I go to the park, but I want to be clothes free. So I'm wearing sure. a bikini. Okay. But I'm in a shady corner of the park. As is your right. As is my right. And um, I heard some like buzzing of a drone and I looked over and I clocked um, some, um, well, let's call them wankers um, in the park, <laughs> controlling the drone. And I thought, oh, what a pair of bell ends, but whatever. And I was in such a tucked away shady corner that I just, I didn't really think much of it. And then yeah. a little bit later, um, I'm lying there and the drone comes like really close to me and hovers above me. Oh my no. gosh. Too too far away for me to um hit like a cave woman. But <laughs> <Yeah>. too <laughs> too close for it not to be directed at me. Yeah. And so they were kind of um and I was furious and it was there long enough for me to like put all my t-shirt back on and my shorts and be all cross and then pack up my pack up my blanket and start to like stomp out of the park. But then on my way out I was like this wasn't right. Like yeah. what yeah. would what would um, Gina Martin do? Like, I need to change the law. I'm a bit not being upskirted, but I'm being down titted. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so I, I went back to the park and I was like, I'm going to do something. I just reiterate, I was locked down. I'd gone tropo. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so I was like, what can I do? And I wanted to come back to them and say, Oh, right. So I was like, maybe I'll film them themselves on yeah, my phone. How do they like it? How do they nice. like it? And that was the phrase that I was searching for, but couldn't find. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, so I went back past them first because I had to go past them once so that then when I stormed out again, I didn't have to yeah. go back past them. So I went past them sort of quietly, not filming them. And they didn't even notice me. Like, they're not interested in actual women humans. They didn't notice you with they your didn't, clothes on. They didn't notice. No, they're not interested in actual, the, the women there with their you know aromas and hair people yeah they just want the the far away people on a screen and they the two wankers were there on their screen looking at their drone screen yeah and so then on my way back past them I start filming them but because I was so enraged and and a mad woman I went you you enjoying it and then out of the park and I was so furious it was so violating to like come and zoom down on me and so and you don't know if they're like filming or if it's like if it's if they're just watching or if it's being filmed and yeah what happens to it and all of this it's not okay it's not okay fucking perverts are airborne now like this is like this is exactly this is not a good situation yeah it's too much but like hashtag not all drones (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it could have been a bomb, right? Fair yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that. <laughs> what else are they used for? Oh, maybe wedding photos. Oh, but it wasn't. Maybe wedding, it was just. It. <laughs> maybe it was just. <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating um, too when yeah. you decide to confront. Yeah. But and your body's you... not ready for it. Like, because you're, uh-uh. you're still in shock, as, yeah. as anyone would be. And so that's what 
comes out. Yeah. What yeah. did they say to you? Like, did they acknowledge? Did you? they respond? So the one who the so there was um, of the the two anchors, there was one younger one, one slightly older one, and um, they were both holding beers oh. and just being like bros oh. and um, drunk groaning. Yeah, and then so as I went past them, and I, as I was filming them, and I I rue the day because today I was looking for the video in order to maybe show you the audio, <laughs> and I haven't. I don't. I think I must have got, gone through my phone for a cleanse and just been like, I don't need that negativity in my life anymore. But I wish uh, I, I wish I had it because it was really funnily mad. Um, but you, you can what? hear me going, do you, do you like it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you hear the younger one going. Oh no. And he's got this really awkward, nervous smile on his face. And he goes, um, why has that so upset you? Really? And, yeah, yeah. So he knew wow. he was doing wrong. He yes, knew. he did. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't know why it would upset you. Yeah. Well, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, so what a fucking. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, though. I like, as much as like you didn't do the confrontation that you, you know, you. You didn't do like Wonder Woman storming, but <laughs> you did what, like what you, he was still unnerved and awkward. Like, yeah, he, Although... you made him, you made him feel some shame. <laughs> I do. I do love the idea that you approached the wrong drone duo and they were just like, <laughs> really, <laughs> we are observing the late Ducks. stage yeah. larva of the, uh, <laughs> we do enjoy a beer from time to time, but we're just looking at the pupae. <laughs> Do you know what? This happened nearly two years ago and that never occurred to me. That has never occurred to me that they might be a different drone boys. I'm here to victim blame, Jenny, that we've all got a roll. I've got a role to play. Oh no, God, I'm, I'm sure. So I'm sure it was them. I'm sure it was them. I'm, I'm not so sure now. Now that you said oh, that, how many people have drones in a park? I mean, genuinely, how many? Is this a thing now? Several. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was them. I'm yeah, sure it was them. Yeah. I mean, and good it, for you for going up to them. Thanks. I mean, you saying this makes me extra glad that I didn't post their pictures on Twitter because I very nearly did. Because I posted the story of what happened onto Twitter, oh, and yeah. loads, of people, loads of people were like, "Oh my god, report it! Oh my god, that's definitely illegal!" And like, what yeah. a pair of dickheads! And I was like, "Agreed, agreed, agreed." <laughs> and then loads of people went, "Actually, you're not entitled to any privacy if you're in a public <gasps> place." And it was what? all the like, you know, the the, the usual the suspect men. incels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ones, Do they have the, Union Jacks in their yeah, Twitter yeah. handles? Yeah. Okay. And those were the ones that made me go, okay, I'm going to report it. (laughs) Did you have any justice? Um, No, unfortunately not. No, I called, so I called the non-emergency police. Oh, okay. um, Which, you know, is a bit of an embarrassing thing to do for such a thing. But I just thought, What do they wear? Do you ever wonder, like, what's the (laughs) non-emergency police uniform? They're all on bicycles. (laughs) Just sweats. John, you know, I rang the emergency because it's one one one, isn't it? To for the yeah. non-emergency, that's the NHS one. I rang that the other day yeah. for toothache, which turned out I'd just been brushing my teeth too hard. So we've all made mistakes with the emergency services. <laughs> oh my teeth! I just so saw someone in the chat has just said one oh one. Oh, 101. We, is get, the... we get knowledgeable heckles even in our live chats. <laughs> that, yeah, I actually, I actually had forgotten that. So that's really useful. So how, how did they respond to it, Jenny? What were they like on the phone? Well, I'm quite a sensitive woman. And when I, if I ever call the doctor or something like that, I get highly emotional when I'm yeah. describing what's wrong with me. Even if it's like my knee hurts a bit, I'm like... <laughs> And I, for some reason, get emotional. So when I called this woman, even though it's like a fairly minor thing, I could hear my voice cracking and I was like, oh, "Oh, man. And then this woman at the other end, obviously trained very well in her job, is not going to be like, oh, baby, okay. She's just like, and where was this? And what, like, what time was it? And what did they look like? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she was fine. And she, like, took the details down. She, she, I'm quite grateful to her that she didn't go, that's not a fucking crime. Like, fuck off. But she was just like, um, oh, sorry, I, that was a bit sweary. No, 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 please you do. do please. Swear. Tell us more about <laughs> so, these cunts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, the, not the 101 lady. She was doing her job. She was and doing then, a great job. And she and stayed, the, like, the totally, blows. like, non um, like, she sympathetic. Has to, she has to be neutral, but it, yeah. it absolutely is a crime. And you yeah. did do the right thing by reporting it thanks also, also I would have what sorry on, Katie sorry. go on no no please, no work, please. <laughs> you go I was just gonna say if everybody reported stuff like this 
then they'd have to do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my God, there's been an epidemic in drone pervs. Maybe we need to like start going around schools talking about consent. Maybe we need to start crisis management. The youth, do you know what I mean? Like, if we actually, the problem is invisible if people don't report it. Yes, I think that's very totally. true. Also, I think if I'd walked past them, I would have said, "Have you got a license for that?" Because actually, with drones, yes. you really do need a fucking license. You can get into trouble because, like, if you yeah. don't have permission to do it, it's because of all the, the fucking flight paths above London. Yeah, yeah, even I though it's not that. high, Good I think point. they would get into more trouble for Shit not having up. a license yeah. than they would. Th- they would be perverts for being perverts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but but planes are more important than women. If yeah. you gotta, if, <laughs> fuck it. If you gotta capone the pervs, do it. capone the pervs but still report it just there's just always a new way yeah (laughs) that's all i I have to say was that articulate (laughs) i'm gonna start a foundation and that's my speech (laughs) that's good we've got somebody in the comments that said chuck a rocket it um, which I actually support. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that is a good idea. A um, Chuck a Rock at it campaign. Yeah. I would wear that T-shirt and support that. <laughs> Chuck a Rock at it. Yeah. <laughs> my oh. um, my parents live in North Wales, and they live by that um, big slate quarry where it's like a big slate tip. Yeah. And my dad Possibly one day years ago, he was walking along there, and a drone came up to him, and it's oh. obviously filming the like beautiful landscape. My dad threw a rock at it. <laughs> Wow. Yes, we don't please. like your kind here. <laughs> it's not your landscape, Mr. Drone. <laughs> I remember my favourite thing of it's not quite the same thing, it's the Google Maps. You know the Google Maps car that goes around and films? Oh yeah. And occasionally you'll see it. And on the Isle of Wight, if you look at it, it's like East Cows as you get off the ferry. If you go on Google Maps, I don't know whether they've taken it off now. Um, but it's just a it's just a man outside a pub mooning the uh, the video. <laughs> Do you know what? Good for you. It's um, pixelated out. So they knew it was there. They knew it. They knew it. But they're like, do you know what? Give people a laugh. I love that. Because also I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a finger. And a mooning is actually kind of refreshing. You don't see them so much. Very, yeah. Bring them back. That's a bit of a throwback. That's a bit of a throwback. I haven't seen a mooning since Jarvis Cocker did it to Michael Jackson. (laughs) Do you know what it is actually? That's a really love. I mean, it's not. Is it slightly retro? Yeah, it's slightly Um, retro. Oh, oh, how nineties was mooning. Um, Anyway, um, Jenny, we. I love that we've just talked about like total invasion of privacy and like (laughs) virtual assault. We're like, but butts, bring the butts back. (laughs) But if you get your bum out, it's refreshing. (laughs) Butts are so innocent. I love a refreshing butt. (laughs) How often can you say that? In my house, a whole lot. <laughs> wow. Um, before we get off on an um, exciting tangent about butts, Jenny, we always ask, what would you say to the perps? But you kind of you kind of said your piece already. Yeah, I kind of want to say you're welcome for me not putting their faces up on Twitter. Like, yes. I think they should, I don't know, donate to my Kofi for not ruining their lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Respected their privacy there, and that's the the ultimate irony, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Taylor. Irony is like. Um... <laughs> I have an ironing board, Hannah. Jesus, I just don't do it very often. <laughs> oh, we had fun, didn't we? Drunk women solving crime. So I'm going to move on to the true crime story portion of the podcast oh, now, i'm so I... in the mood for this i mean i always am guys i'm always in the mood but i'm like extra in the mood let's go <laughs> now i decided to be on brand and base this case around a pub um, nice thank you you're welcome you know i am nothing if not reliable and that's what your wife said to me in the shower this morning <laughs> There we are. We got it. We got it. Just trying to say that in every episode because just trying to make something happen, Jenny. I'm not sure if it's working, but we just keep going. Trying to make fetch happen, which is ironic because I'm copying Tina Fey for a different reason. Um, We're going to be talking about the Ostrich Inn, which is one of the oldest pubs in Britain. It is the fourth oldest pub in Britain, apparently. So, first question: What year do you think this pub was built? 
1950s. <laughs> I swear. 1950s. <laughs> I have like personally been in about 40 pubs that have claimed to be the oldest pub in Britain. They do. Like, Seriously. A lot of pubs claim this. Yeah. yeah. There's reckon, a lot of that. There's a church in Bond Church, which is near Ventnor on the Isle of Wight, which is like 10 something. And okay. I reckon if you've got churches, you've got pubs. So I'm going... 10, 12. 10, 12. You start Whoa. with a 12. I like it. <laughs> that's before the whole, you know, 1066 stuff. So that's that's bold. That's very yeah. The 1066. Somebody's <laughs> studying for their citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> the, the England's history is like before 1066 stuff, after 1066 stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, what year do you think the fourth... Oh, probably fourth oldest pub in the UK. Oh my God. My Estrella is going directly to my head. And I was like, what's an old pub? And I was like, what's that one in Harry Potter? So my answer is not going to be, I'm going to say 12... 12. 12? 12. 12. Sorry, can I change mine? Because mine was just a whimsical American style joke. joke. (laughs) Hannah, what did you say? We've got 12. I said 10, 12. 10, 12, 12. So I have to end with 12. Apparently, I'm gonna go with uh, 1612. 1612. You're changing from 1950s. Um, <laughs> the correct answer is 1106. Ooh. So I'm actually not sure who's. I suppose 1012 is closer, isn't it? Or do I have to round up to? T- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hannah kind of George. 1106 is closer to 1012 than 1212. I, I think can confirm so. that I don't care. It's kind of right in the. It's right in the middle, isn't it? You guys, I don't think a calculator calculator could even help us with this. No, oh, there's no way to figure it out. So, so people, <laughs> if you answer quickly, is eleven oh six closer to ten twelve or twelve twelve? <laughs> Hannah's is Hannah's closest. Closer. Thanks, okay. guys. Hannah wins. <laughs> I was going to say 16 something until you said 10 something. And then I was like, (laughs) I was just like, you guys were so much closer. It's just that I know exactly when ostriches came to. uh, No, it's not. God, the fruit machines in there must be so retro. (laughs) (laughs) A man throwing fruit at you. (laughs) Throw a rock at it. That was the pub game of the time. Throw a rock at it. Because it probably was. Anyway, right. So just potato, potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> when it gets to eat a potato. Um, now, actually, no, they wouldn't have been potatoes, would they? Because it oh, was they? before uh, America was. Oh. I want to say discovered, but really the word is colonized. <laughs> <laughs> turnip, 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 maybe? Yes, maybe turnips. Pasta, pasta, pasta. Oh, yeah. there's not going to be pasta. If there's not potatoes, there's not pasta. Apples? They have I mean, I don't know that for, for a fact. <laughs> I feel right. like I didn't have pasta until I was about 12. So. You guys, our culinary history knowledge aside, I have to move us along. Sorry. No, I, have um... to, I have to know this. Were potatoes um, native to the Americas and they were only cultivated over here because somebody brought yeah. back a spud? That, guys, it Francis Drake, I want to say, brought one back for Queen Elizabeth I, but I'm pulling this oh, out of my ass no. from Blackadder, so I don't know if that's real history. Okay, wow. Peanuts and potatoes. We do have some good stuff, guys. All right. Yeah. Actually, the chat's <laughs> agreeing. It was Francis. No, someone's saying Walter Riley. Anyway, right. More than 900 years old, this pub is. Uh, it was opened in 1106 while King Henry I was on the throne. It's in Slough in a place called Colnebrook. It's near Heathrow. The pub <laughs> is opposite an ancient milestone telling travellers that they are 17 miles from London. <gasps> I was, I've written this is such a lame joke. I like my boozers like I like my coffee. Old and too far from London. <laughs> it's not. It's not a thing, is it? Uh, right. Anyway, you like your coffee? Along. Yeah. Your coffee. You'll be like your coffee old. Like it would make more sense to say like I like my men old and yeah. too far from London because you moved away and Rich is kind of old. <laughs> so. Yeah, that would that might be a better joke. Hey. There's no judgment in blue sky. <laughs> We don't have to workshop. Hannah and I have both been in writers' rooms today. Like, I'm just not sure I buy the whole (laughs) pub and slough thing. (laughs) Would it be set there? And I'm like the rookie going, okay. Um, Now, this is a boozer with an incredible history, some of which is crimes, some of which involves ghosts. More on that later. There's everything to play for. Now, the main thing I want to talk about is this particular crime. But before I get to that, because that crime took place between the 14th and 17th centuries... Oh, wow. Fun fact, no sources will agree on a date about this. <laughs> the crime that I will be talking about is both grim and macabre. Nice. 
And that's what your wife said this morning. <laughs> Sorry. Now, I want to give you a very quick quiz about other stuff that's happened in this pub. So, question. It is said that King John stayed the night at the Ostrich Inn on his way to Runnymede to seal which famous historical document in 1215? Oh, I was so excited. I thought you were going to say he went to see a witch. I was like, yes. <laughs> which famous document in what year, sir? 1215. 1215. Oh, no, don't look at the chat. They can tell you. Oh, is it? Can I, I was going to the only historical document I've ever heard of. So yes. Is the, 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 mag- the Magna the mag- Carta? Yeah. <laughs> it is the Magna Carta. I it's- know. I was like, oh, do you guys have something that you talk about all the time? We've got, it is it's like the, <laughs> British, the British Bill of Rights, but we've got way less rights in it. Um, because British things are not as good as American things. Yeah, it's the right to bear it in a queue because you're queuing all the time. Yeah, we just have more episodes. The right to bear we have more clothes. We have more bills. Exactly. It's like it's not as it's just it doesn't have Steve Carell in it, and it's not as good. So, second quiz question: It is said that Dick Turpin regularly used the pub as a hideout. One story has him jumping out of a window to escape. Who? Oh, a ghost. A ghost from Hannah. I don't know if I know who Dick Turpin really is. Was he a highwayman or have I gone mental? Yeah, he was a highwayman. He was a highwayman. So he would have been running from the... He could have been robbing from... Was he running from Robin Hood? We've got Robin Hood. We've got a ghost. It's hard to top any of this. From the police, I guess. Taylor, you win. It It was the Bow Street Runners and they were the early police. All right. Oh, okay. Out of a window as well. I love that. Yes. I love that for Dick. Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I used to get D- Dick Turpin confused with the guy that they do all the pantos about. Dick, Dick Whittington. Whittington. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I was researching this for a second, I was like, wait, why would they do a pa- Oh, okay. Different guy. <laughs> um, so on to the main crime that I want to discuss. Um, so I'm going to call this 16th century because, as I say, my sources did not agree. Okay. So we have a pub landlord called John Jarman and his wife, Mrs. Jarman. That is um, a great name for like, because like if you go, you have a jar, don't you? you have a jar of yeah. beer. And yeah. Jarman yeah. is a great name for a pub yeah. landlord. That might well be where it came from. It's like calling him Pintman. Like, it's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah like, like. John, a wee nip before bed. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, she... Mar- Martini. No. <laughs> John, sex on the beach, son. Yeah. <laughs> if, only, if only they did name people the same way they used to. Yeah, if you just got named after your favourite drink. Yeah. That'd be really nice. It would, Hannah Whitewine. <laughs> I don't know if that is your favourite drink. So anyway, his wife doesn't have an official name. All the sources call her Mrs. Jarman or his wife. She has no identity outside of him because feminism sh- has spoilt us. <laughs> as it should be, as it should be. Uh, from now on, I'm not called Hannah anymore. I will be Mrs. William. Oh, did you, t- did you change your no, name? No, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to call her Mrs. Jarman, like we're in a repressed Jane Austen novel, or or like she's a teacher. Um, (laughs) So they created a lucrative sideline to pulling pints or jars, as we've got going. And they had a particular eye for the richest people. Travellers like merchants carried a lot of money around. And when they picked a mark, they had a secret code to communicate to each other that they had chosen a mark for this crime. So question, anyone want to guess what form these coded messages took? Um, did they do the thing, you know, when you're in school and you put your hands, both hands down one sleeve and then one in the middle and you make it go like that? <laughs> But for the people listening, you missed that Jenny did a brilliant impression of the particular thing that she was talking about. And if you join us on live Zooms, you'll get to see it. It's very hard to describe. I've thought about that for years. Well, now you are. Oh, no, I can't stop thinking about it. It's a gr- like, ah, oh, it's a brilliant trick to pull out. I can't, I've got only got short sleeves, but you knew what I meant. I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm really boasting. I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. I went to school. <laughs> they did that at my school. I've heard of this. Um, I'm going to hasten a guess that it's something like a kind of like... Sort of like Ooh. tapping a... I, at the moment, I'm tapping uh, my glass yeah, with a pair of scissors. Again, this is kind of... For the live people... So it was um, an audible code. Yeah. 
Hannah they... just tapped her glass like she's about to do a speech at the wedding. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it would be like like Morse, so it would be more visual. Okay. Morse is literally noises, though, isn't dot, it? Dot, dot, dash. No, because like, the whole beep, thing is you can do it light. Beep, well, it can be, but you can do it visually. Oh, like this. Ah. Dot, dot, dash. Mm. I don't really know how to do mm. it. I love the idea that we fall out of a Morse code. Fucking no, I like Taylor. <laughs> no, but Taylor's right. Morse code is versatile. Um, I like my men like I like my codes. <laughs> you can do it with your hand or... <laughs> <laughs> There's options. None of you have quite got it. That it was a, a sentence that they would say. So Jarman would yell to his wife, there's a fat pig available if you want one. And Mrs. Jarman would respond, put him in the sty for till tomorrow. Uh-huh. Oh, very clever. Um, right. So my next question is, can you crack their code? What do you think their crime Say is? it again. There's a fat pig available if you want one. Put him uh-huh. in the sty for till tomorrow. Yeah. So you can pick up some money and okay. put it in the stables. I mean, I presume fat pig refers to... There's a wealthy person. Okay, and yeah. So it might be a kind of kidnappy thing where they kind <gasps> of... Of course it is. It's a guest. They're going to murder wealthy guests. Or they're okay. going to eat until tomorrow. Are they going to murder them until tomorrow? Do they eat them too? <laughs> you said grim and macabre. I want both. <laughs> they put an apple in their mouth until dawn. Oh, shit. <laughs> they had apples. We've established. We've got a free machine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> apples are indigenous to the UK. You know what? These are fantastic answers. Taylor gets it. They are murdering rich guests. Oh, but not I don't think them. it was that far. What they would do next is they would give the wealthy customer very special treatment, you know, Happy endings, massages. <laughs> uh, they, the, the special treatment took the form of lovely food, heavy ale, and a special room. But it wasn't no. a sex dungeon or anything. It was a. The, it was the fanciest bedroom in the inn. Would you like to stay in our kill suite? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it was just named after Mr. Kill. Basically, yes. It was more than just a fancy bedroom. It was a kill room. Wow. So I was going to ask you what happened in the special room, but you are ahead of me. Oh, so, sorry. Yes. I've been no, doing no, this no, way that's... too long. There's going to be a kill room. There's going to be a trap door. That Not... legend has grown and they're going to fall through the floor. And anyway. Correct. Correct. But how did, how did they kill really? them in the kill room? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's so, not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. They killed them with pleasure. They just got them, like, knocked out with heavy ale. Um, the fancy bedroom <laughs> is above a kitchen, and John Jarman, the landlord, had installed a large trapdoor under the bed. So the bed was fixed to the trapdoor, and the mattress was securely attached to the bedstead so that when two retaining iron pins were removed from below in the small hours of the morning, the sleeping guest was neatly decanted into a boiling cauldron. <gasps> no. Whoa. Never happened. Oh my goodness. There are some one bedrooms at one there's one some one bed studios in London where it's set up a bit like that, I think, where you've got the bed (laughs) just above the hall. Straight into the bath. You know, it's good to be suspicious. I have a I can quote a source for you now. That part of the chamber whereupon this bed and bedstead stood was made in such sort that by the pulling of out of two iron pins below in the kitchen, it was to be let down in the manner of a trapdoor, manoeuvre in the kitchen directly under the place where this should fall was a mighty great cauldron wherein they vest to seethe their liquor. Whoa. Uh, Do you know what? Part, proof. part of me, though, is kind of like, it's got a kind of Wallace and Gromit vibe. I'm kind of like, it kind of feels it's, charming. It's very you know? slapstick, isn't it? It's yeah. very cartoonish. <laughs> you slide through some clown trousers directly into the Yeah, courtroom. right? And, and, and also, it just like... My first question is, what about the blankets? Are the blanket, you know, the mattress is attached, but well, are they having you clean to replace... them. They get cleaned at the same time that you've you've got your body. Oh, Maybe they're made, made of rice the paper. Yeah. Maybe you come out like a dumpling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Drunk women solving Through the thick forest, Jolie Carter tried to run silently. 
What she had just seen had chilled her to the bone, and she knew she must find a way out of these haunted woods. Her friend Cassie Ormson had gotten caught up with the wrong sort of friends. The type who don't listen to podcasts but only get their news on social media. <laughs> Cassie had met up with Maria and Daisy Brown to try to conduct the most sinister of rituals. They wanted to bring Joanne Van Maygarden back to life. You see, Joanne had lost her way seven years ago in the woods and was never seen again. Jolie had witnessed the inane chanting, Come on, Joanne, we're bored. Show up, will you? And it had been too ridiculous to tolerate. So she had slipped away whilst they closed their eyes and pretended to have witchy powers. But on the way, who did she see? But Joanne herself. Had Maria and Daisy really brought her back to life? Before she knew it, Jolie got lost herself, and she could only pray that her friends would notice and bring her back. <laughs> this story makes no sense at all. Happy Halloween, and thank you to our latest patrons. You too can support us on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. I must be drunk right now. This was ridiculous. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, sources disagree about whether this pot was filled with hot water or fat. So if oh, it's I feel fat, like they it's can't really fat. wash the sheets. <laughs> fat would be so much more expensive though and to have that yeah. amount of it boiling that's mm. probably true yeah i don't know maybe a drizzle of olive oil i do that <laughs> when i do broccoli <laughs> yeah. oh nice tip everyone yeah nice oh tip. my gosh sea salt and olive oil in the water of broccoli if you think you don't like broccoli yeah you do <laughs> what does the olive oil do to the broccoli oh my gosh when you drain it, it sort of clings to it, so it adds flavor. It adds that bit of, like, you know, just okay. olive oil fatty goodness. I already like broccoli, so this is just going to take it to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah, I'm already a fan, so this is exciting. Don't be afraid of the amount of salt you're putting in either, because remember, it's getting diluted. You need to be able to taste it a good, healthy... Oh, my God, I can't wait. I love that we've gone from, like, humans being killed to what recipes. Got a great broccoli recipe. hungry. That's what's great about, like... Doing yeah, doing cases from like nine hundred years ago. You're kind of like, do you know what? We, we can we can say anything. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So they'd be boiled to death, and one of my sources is they died instantly. And I really hope that's true because it's pretty horrific. Otherwise, did um, they go in head first at least? I don't know if that's what you do with lobsters or head first. Is it? <laughs> Well, just to kill them more quickly. Oh, this is horrific. Okay. Oh my God. Now you know this got really dark as soon as we acknowledged what was happening. Also, like, <laughs> I remember recently I watched Taylor eat an entire lobster. And now I'm imagining you do it with, like, a human. And it's, 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 it's as entertaining as the lobster, to be honest. <laughs> so, but apparently these terrible murders were silent and there was no bloodshed. So maybe it was head first. <laughs> 
Um, Sorry. Uh, I mean, if any of this is true, this is fucking. It does. It honestly, there are multiple sources, but I I hear you. Oh no, and I'm not. It's just like it's. Anyway, okay, okay. It's too much. They would take all the money. The belongings were all sold off, and kaching. Question: Where were the remains disposed of? On the Sunday roasts. Uh... <laughs> I know what you're thinking, though. You're thinking like a stock, right? Like it's in the gravy. Is that what you mean? Or yeah, well, I was thinking like you know when you get a lamb roast, and like wow, that's like a size of a human bone. Sometimes <laughs> um, yeah. they're eating the flesh. Who knows? Maybe that's what. I, yeah, or, like, they're they have... serving it. Did they have livestock? I do not know if they had livestock. Well, that's not the um, answer then. So that's all that matters. Do you think it's like, <laughs> did they use them on a... Um, they wouldn't feed it to the other livestock. Oh, uh, right. You like silence the lambs or mm. the second one where they fed that yes, guy to the pigs. Yes, that horrible... Oh, they've got, pa- they've got a pig in the sty till tomorrow, before the morning or whatever. <laughs> 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 yes, we know that they were pigs. Excellent remembering of my... <laughs> that would be great if they really did and they're like, wait, is that code? No! <laughs> Genuinely it's got a pig real to feed. pig conversation. <laughs> Damn this code. I like to think that maybe they used the bones on like... So I had a cider the other day uh, and the, the, the pump that you pull was mm. like, it was a fun statue of a fox on an apple. And I was like, that's kind of fun. So yeah. maybe they just have bones as the... Uh... As the pumps for the beers. Oh, that's a great visual. Ooh, it's yes. something I go back to Tim Burton. Like something yes. very goth. Yeah. yeah. Is the whole pub made of bones to this very day? <laughs> 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 They've got this chair like Game of Thrones. But <laughs> so these are all excellent guesses. Um, what they actually did was they put it in the River Colne. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Which was fine apparently. But certainly sometimes they were getting away with that, that was fine. Question how many guests were murdered in this way? One, and then the police were like, All right. (laughs) 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 We've had a word from the builder who set up your cauldron trapdoor thing and (laughs) Yeah, and he rang one oh one and he said, I've got some concerns. Yeah, yeah, this is a bit suspicious. Okay, we've got one from Detective Collier. This place what? Like did they have midweek deals? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was their TripAdvisor rating good? Absolutely, yeah. How is the hygiene rating? So I've got some questions about the cauldron. I would say it's it's. Mm, I think it might be like quite a shocking number, like two. We've we've had lots of different. We've got two fifty. We've got lots of different guesses in the chat. Yeah, I'm not reading the chat because I don't want to be influenced. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though I think I'm with Taylor in the sense that there's lots of. Uh, I imagine lots of travellers would have kind of come through yeah. in the sense that you're, you're you're going to London. There's not so much of it. It's not people aren't going to be like, oh my god, like Jenny hasn't Instagrammed since Monday. Like they're not going to be <laughs> like missing you necessarily. Yeah. yeah, there's just so, fucking pilgrimages. They're right they did. It was just they're right by Heathrow. People on their way to the holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're true. just in Cyprus. <laughs> they're like, well, he was here, but he's obviously gone on a plane. So I'm gonna go. I mean, I think they'll never really know a, a proper number, but I'm gonna go 400 if you can believe it. <gasps> All right. Well, in that case. Detective Collier gets it um, because the correct answer is 60 and she is the closest. One is closer than 250 or 400. That's true. And that's a relief. I'm happy happy to be wrong on that. Um, I love the idea that they had a rival pub down the river (laughs) and that the bodies would just like ruin their beer garden. God. (laughs) (laughs) So frustrating for the other pub. Totally Um, gone off my slop. (laughs) (laughs) So they do get caught. It was all going so well. Um, Now, one day, a well-known clothier called Thomas Cole arrived in town and he decided to spend the night at the Ostrich Inn, and they gave him the works, great food, ale. 
Um, and this time, apparently, they even persuaded him to change his will. Oh, no. Not oh, quite sure how they managed that. <laughs> oh, um, I love the lack of suspicion way back when, though. Like, all these stories are like, hey, I know. Okay. There's <laughs> just this real like, innocence. Yeah, what is that? And also, uh, do you just expect to die that you have your will on? Maybe, yeah. Maybe you, they need to find your nearest and dearest. Like, it's, like, it's like having your iPhone. Do you not take yours with you everywhere? <laughs> I yeah. I take mine down the shop. I take mine to the park it's... when I'm going for a shade bathe. Yeah, yeah. It's like an ID. <laughs> he changed his will. He actually did it. And then kapow, hole in the floor. Boom. He's in a cauldron. So my question to you guys is now, what went wrong this time that led to their undoing? And um, don't get bogged down in the will yet. Just blue sky it. They forgot to boil the water and he was like, eek! <laughs> cold Okay, breath. so cold water from Taylor. <laughs> and you say he's a, did you say he was like a clover or something? He's a clothier. Clothier. <laughs> he's ridden into town. Okay. On his well-dressed uh, horse. Mm-hmm. He's a clothman. He's a clothman. He's a man of the cloth. He's the ridden man- in on his horse. Has he got such a carapaced, horny behind that it withstands the boiling water and he hops out? Oh, so has he got very strong, impervious skin? Yeah. Oh, I like okay. that because I do that when I... Like, I'll <laughs> run a bath and I'll have it... And then Toby won't be able to get in the bath after me. You know, like you share bath water uh, yeah, because that's just what you've always done. Hardy to you heat. do scalding baths. I do. I literally poach myself. Like <laughs> I'm kind of like full on scaldy, scaldy, scaldy. I'm like, if if sometimes I'll get in the bath and I go, oh, it's too hot, and I'll get out and I'll look like a rhubarb and custard, and I love it. It's really funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what was my point? My point was perhaps he was going to clothe like the king. Or something. Ah, or he's a clothing. Yeah. Or it yeah. was like someone's wedding or someone was going on a date or they were going to the NTAs or something. Okay, so yeah. someone was looking for him straight away sort of thing. Because he didn't turn up with the clothes and you're going to notice yes, that. Yes, they were important clothes that somebody needed. Yeah. Do you know what? You got, I'm really impressed with all of your answers. I'm sorry to say that none of you were quite correct. <laughs> but they were really good. Thanks, Miss Jones. Um, exciting guesses. You guys are great creative writers. <laughs> so what actually happened was his horse escaped. Oh. Um, so Thomas Cole's horse broke loose from the stables and started wandering the streets. And what I love about this is somebody recognised the horse. <laughs> Cute. Because yeah. it probably had a pashmina on. <laughs> I guess, I mean, actually, I, to be fair, Hannah is kind of the closest with, like, the clothes and somebody is missing him or recognises him because the horse does get recognized wow um so they knew it belonged to thomas cole this is one iconic horse they assume that he must have fallen off his horse right um so basically (laughs) he should have got straight back on it really (laughs) did he learn nothing from overbearing parents (laughs) so a big search was organized to find him because they they're like oh here's his horse where's he he maybe fell off we need to find him so one source said that somebody had seen cole entering the ostrich inn and another source said that the horse led everybody back to the ostrich inn but either way the ostrich inn is in the frame now all eyes are on the inn. Everybody, they go there, the mob trying to find him or whatever. You can um, lead a horse to a pub. Yeah. <laughs> you can't let it in? I don't you can't know. make it him drink. Oh. <laughs> I know the one. <laughs> I have to spell it out. <laughs> um, so, question. What First of all, what gets discovered at the inn? The horse can talk. <laughs> That's not my oh my god, I would love that. That's not my answer. That would be so good. That would be great. Like, I have though. multiple sources. I have multiple sources. <laughs> hey. um. My owner got boiled. Um. What's the first thing they discovered, did you say? Yeah, because like they're going to find everything. You know they get caught. Sure. But they first of all, they find something. Um, A will. Yes, Jenny Collier. Oh! She remembered! Even when none of us did. <laughs> none yeah. of us. None of the two of it us. It was behind the bar with his NUS card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, the changed will is discovered. 
But also, see, when it said everything to these lovely pub owners. Like, yes. <laughs> because also, at this time, it's only a missing person. And, like, I mean, maybe the law is different then, but, like, surely you need a body to be able to claim a will unless you're going to wait seven years for them to be declared dead or whatever. But um, anyway, that's probably modern times. But um, also, we've done quite a lot of these cases, haven't we, where people have just got greedy the, the thing they've oh. done has worked but then mm. suddenly they start changing wills and that's that's where you get well i yeah. never, if i was going to go on a killing spree i'd never change a will i just do it <laughs> i do it for the thrill yeah. <laughs> stay in your crime lane <laughs> god if any of us ever go off the rails there's so much evidence yeah oh, god. Yeah. so i suggest to everyone here do not murder. <laughs> Remain that, non-murderers. That is sound advice. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> Very sage. Oh, so no, now stop. I gotta get my dog a snack. Keep talking. I can roll this way. Uh, now, Mrs. Jarman is the one home when this happens, and everybody thinks she's acting kind of shady. And a search for coal, Thomas Cole, eventually reveals the bed-to-cauldron pipeline. Um, and then they find the remains of coal in the brook, too. Oh. Because, um, obviously, they're now looking. She is arrested. Now, Jarman himself has somehow got slightly ahead of the story, and he hides in nearby Windsor Forest. But he is eventually caught as well. Question, do they confess? Oh, no. They don't confess from Taylor? No. I feel what like they- benefit would that have in this year? Like, I just feel like there'd be no benefit to saying, yeah. The, the court system surely are not sophisticated. No, it's all, uh, um, it's all gone. That was the last one. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so we've got no from Taylor. Do you guys think they confess, yes or no? No, because mm. I feel, because the question is here and they've got like a Wallace and Gromit death slide. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they're like, oh, no. And then that's... It's a denial. Hannah, George. I like to think they blamed each other. Because okay. oh, yeah. I love it. There's way more drama when a couple turn on each other. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think the reason we know about this True. isn't because of how ghastly it was. It's because there was a lot of drams between Mr. and Mrs. John. Okay. Yeah, did they each sell the other one out? Was it like the envelope at the end of Love Island? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you are the cloak. I mean, basically, yeah. The couple conf- they I don't know how much drama there was, but they confessed to 60 murders. One source described Mr. Jarman as boasting about the 60 murders, and they were both hanged for robbery and murder. Wow. Yeah. And there is a story that the Damn. the town is called Col in the Brook, Colnbrook, after this guy that died found in the river. Um, but then another source said, no one has ever been able to confirm this. So <laughs> I don't, a lot of websites just lying. Um, with At least one... podcasts, we just go, we don't, we don't know. We're going to give you both. But we're going to give you both sides. I hope what? that it's just a nice little fairy tale to make us all um, be more careful when we go to the pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That would be good. Because why would you name Don't sleep where you drink. yes that's sage advice so as late as 1925 visitors to the pub could still view a room on the first floor the remains of a curious arrangement whereby a flap could be let down from oh you can still visit this pub now by the way and you can stay there Oh, um, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Literally. No, travel lodge for me, please. No, as well. it's just a ride, though. Whee! No, it is. It's a tourist attraction, genuinely. Tourist but there's no, like, tra- fucking trap door. slide down the murder chutes. What? Oh, my God. How have I lived there? here this long Apparently. and not been to this place? Apparently. Guys, when are we going? I will pay for it. We are all going. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a work that was then they well that was wait and then they rebuilt it but a working model of the magic bed is still on display at the pub okay i don't you could ride on it i don't know if you still can we'll find out i'm when sorry we, somebody just God. wrote murder slide <laughs> yeah <It's> mom like, <laughs> uh, you used to be okay. able to go on it but since covid restrictions you can't oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be with other people you yeah. know it's actually a bit uh, dangerous now so. <laughs> Killing all the killing fun. Um, I promise you, ghosts, I'm really quickly going to tell you about that. Obviously, we've got at least 60 dead people. There sure. are also the people that work there um, say they see a woman in a Victorian dress and a ghostly young girl. Staff say equipment is turned on and off, as well as cold spots and feelings of despair. But that's just working in hospitality, am I right? <laughs> 
<laughs> High five. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say that's just working in slough. <laughs> Solid burn. That's hilarious. Uh, I actually loved my time working in bars and restaurants. But anyway, in 2003, a paranormal group spent the night in the pub and got to another note. Got to know a ghost called John, who was said to have lived during the time when Queen Elizabeth I was on the throne. That could be John Jarman. Who knows? Ghost hunters have been there, like Sussex Paranormal Research Group, most haunted. Some people say the German killers were the inspiration for Sweeney Todd, but a million people are claiming that they're the inspiration for Sweeney Todd. Yeah. It's also just like claiming the oldest pub. Yeah, it's feeling quite (laughs) reminiscent for me of, although they don't murder them, but in Les Mis, the master of the house, he like mixed stuff from the uh, people and then doesn't let them open their windows. Yeah. Ooh. Sleeping with the window shut. Yeah, what? so it kind I'm, of it's got those vibes. we brought this back to a musical, let's raise a glass to probably being safe in hotels. Drunk women solving crime. A listener crime that has been sent <gasps> to me by Amanda and selected from the fantastic live audience on ooh. Zoom. Cool. I'm so giddy tonight. I'm like, ooh, it's like it's my first time. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is from Harriet. Harriet says... I have a crime that involves theft and sexism. So that is on point for us. Thank you, Um, Harriet. Sexism. No, it doesn't work. (laughs) I was five years old in reception. We had show and tell and the theme was bring something red. I brought my little brother's fire engine toy. At the end of the day, I went to go and collect it and it was missing. (gasps) I realised, I know, that is a good gasp. I realised a boy in my class had it. So of course I went and told the teacher. She said it couldn't possibly be mine because I was a girl and it was a boy's toy. Oh, no. So my question, drunk women, why did the boy take it? Why did the teacher not do anything, even though I was the one who had showed and told it? And why did my mum not give a shit when she took me home without my brother's lovely fire engine? Oh, my, oh God. my God. This is genuinely quite traumatic for me. And Harriet was probably born in, like, 2001. Yes! <laughs> like, you, you want this to be the 50s, oh, but it's so not. Man. That's genuinely very very upsetting like i'm like i'm really i hate this sense of like sexism with like everything is for everyone why do Mm -hmm. people fucking do this to children and like why like yeah why didn't the teacher care why like she'd walked in with it who what is that i know did the mum not care because maybe the mum knew that the brother had already stolen it from the original book from the boy who now has it so was it like a twist um, a twist in the tail that it actually always belonged to that boy and the teacher's like i'm not getting involved and the mum is like we are a family of thieves harriet i'm not calling (laughs) your brother a thief but you're not not maybe explain (laughs) <laughs> I'm not calling him a thief, but I am suggesting that he might be a thief. Um, and so, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see that. <laughs> that is a more reasonable explanation than everybody else's shady behaviour in the story. That is just, I hate it. Like, literally, the next year, bring in something red, I would bring in the blood of that teacher because I <laughs> On my fucking hands. Like, what a cunt. Yeah. Well, I'm, so- I'm sorry, but that's just like... That's just so weird because, again, it's like it's not only sexism in terms of the the toy not being a toy, but it's kind yeah. of not believing women from when we're five. Yeah, and we can say a thing yeah. that has proof, and they go, yes. "No, someone else has said." Yeah, no, she's she's dead by my hand. I've been very murdery tonight, Avril. <laughs> and I, fair enough, I'm here for it. <laughs> you haven't just been murdery though. You've been a little bit cannibalistic too. Like you've thrown a lot of stuff at the wall. And you did manage to sing us a nice song from Les Mis, so. <laughs> More where that came from, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> this is oh, just such a truly infuriating, like, perfect audience crime. Because it's uh, just... Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. This is all I can do tonight. Ugh. But, it, but also, it's Please weird donate the, to the ugh society. It's so mad. The, it, it's, it's weird to me that the mum didn't care as well. So th- the only explanation I can give for the mum not caring, other than that son is the thief... Is either either she's very very tired and maybe one of her kids is sick and she's been up all night, or and here the other thing is maybe this is a noisy toy and she's secretly <laughs> glad oh, that this toy is not know home. That. Oh, um, I bet that's it. Like, <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah crack this wide open. <laughs> Did you see my dog's ears go up. <laughs> 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 Oh 
compromise. You want to support your kid and get their property back. Yeah. But now that you've suggested that, I feel like that is a definite. Like, I can't even picture a fire engine without it not being an annoying, <laughs> noisy, noisy toy. So it's got to be yes. that. Yes. I feel like I'm that's better like... off without it. <laughs> yeah, Toby has but... this hat that I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, he looks, he, he doesn't, it's not a good look. And he left it somewhere once. And he was like, we've got to go back. And I was like, we've got to, we've, it's the last, it's the last train of the evening. We have to get this train. And it's like, yeah. it was seven o'clock. <laughs> so we have to, we have to go. We have to go. The hat's gone. The hat's gone. It's gone. lost the hat forever. Yeah. So I think that there was a little slice of that too. So yeah. there's a, there, I would agree with you, Kate. That's why the mum's not invested. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's, I mean, it's awful that the teacher's not invested, but it's confounding that the mum is not invested. Like I once had this thing where I'd sent, my daughter to nursery in a grey hoodie and she'd obviously and it had her name stamped on the label um and she like it didn't come home with her and then I was like oh where's your jumper and she was like I asked because she'd taken it off and she said I asked them to give it back to me but they said it probably wasn't mine because (gasps) it was grey and they thought it was a boy's oh my god and it had her name in it and like we got like we got it back but and like no That's one was crazy. no one was being evil on purpose. We don't um, even get gray. <laughs> <laughs> gray is just the absence of color. Like we don't even get neutrality. We... I know. So is this that... is like you know. Be sure then... to donate to. <laughs> <laughs> Check out dot <laughs> com. <laughs> But it wasn't, they, they did give it back. It wasn't like, no, you can never have it again because that's for boys. But it is this, it's a mad little fucking thing happening in our society, isn't it? Oh, yes. Wow. And Harriet, I just hope you're okay because you just got a double whammy of teacher not believing. Yeah. And giving you a little dose of sexism and then mother not. Yeah. This is great therapy stuff. This, this is, is like, this, this is, is at least a session story. and a half. Oh my yeah. god, I hope Harriet's like a fucking firewoman now. And she yeah. just like kicks ass all day. Yeah, it just, it only made her stronger. Yeah. yeah. More she determined. fights fires, but she just cries. <laughs> she puts the fire back with her tears. <laughs> Yeah. That's what but all I, female firefighters do. Well, I do feel fire like is we scary. answered some of her questions though. Yeah. Like the mum just didn't want a noisy toy. <laughs> yeah, Harriet, thanks for sharing and I'm pleased yeah, that we thank you. That was an awesome crime. And I think we solved it. And we have just enough time to ask Jenny Collier, what are you up to? Where can we find more about you? I'm gigging all around Excellent. and I'm on the internet. <laughs> I'm I've just joined the TikTok. Internet, you say. Yes. Have you? Are you on ah. TikTok? I've just joined TikTok because apparently I think I'm twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah jen jen collier follow me on tiktok and i've got some uh, one thing about smear tests there and, and, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so don't, you mainly actually, want to plug your smear test content <laughs> <laughs> i just thought it deserved more so <laughs> jump on board yeah. smear um, tests need to be talked about yeah to be fair i want to see i want to check that out <laughs> I always call it a, uh, a trip to the cervix station. That's really fun. Exactly. I'm starting to feel really, really harassed, and I know that it's like they're looking after my health. But I get so many letters like "You still haven't come in for your smear," and it, I'm just starting to feel harassed. I even I tweeted this the other day. Like, at what point do they just show up on your doorstep with a warrant and forceps? <laughs> I, I just feel I, like I'm not in control of my own cervix at this point. <laughs> I booked mine. Actually, I booked mine yesterday, and like I'd, I'd walked back from the writers' room, and it was past like six. It was about quarter to seven, and I was like, oh, "Fuck's sake!" When you're like, because obviously we're all freelance. Normally, you don't work full time during the day, so you have time any time to book a smear test and I walked past the doctor's surgery and it was open and I was like oh my god it's open I could just go in and book it now in person did you just walk in vulva first (laughs) (laughs) I I practically skipped in and I just went I would like to book a smear test and I think the woman was slightly taken aback by my enthusiasm (laughs) but it's on on Monday at 5.45 so you know Taylor book yourself in 
I not know. at the same time as me. We're not going to do it as like mates. Oh my god! Do they do like <laughs> it's like a couple's massage? <laughs> like, yeah, like a spa. <laughs> hey, which one's better? Rate rate them. <laughs> See, Jenny, look what look. It's just inspiring. And you know what? Yeah, like there is nothing that a smear test can't do. <laughs> Someone said they cancelled theirs and it's their official reminder to rebook. Come on, guys. Everybody. Get, get amongst it. Yeah, Everybody yeah, it's do like it. Part of a campaign. It's all part of the uh, campaign. <laughs> also, just want to say because Harriet messaged and said what she does and she said she's a children's TV editor. Oh, wow. Oh, Harriet, have you ever edited any of my stuff? That's a. Or do you work on yeah. Fireman Sam? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> 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 not for girls. Oh, oh she's answered. No, but I work for the company that. Oh, that's Paddington. Oh, fantastic. So, um, you showed yeah. those bitches. Oh, one of them's your mum. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, cunts. <laughs> no. Oh. No. That's wow. not my place. <laughs> I feel like that about wraps it up. Oh, and sure it does. just remains for me to say thank you to our guest, Jenny Collier. Jenny, you're amazing. Thanks for having me. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 